Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny SD. What's up, everyone? This is Johnny, and welcome to episode 117 of Travel Like a Boss Podcast. I'm here with Anthony Rigolosi. How's it going, buddy? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. So, Anthony is my new lieutenant of the Travel Like a Boss Army. Lieutenant. I like, <laughs> I like the way that sounds. Yeah. So, I was looking for an intern uh, to help me with the new podcast that me and Sam Marks is doing pretty soon. Uh, and Anthony was in Chiang Mai. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, why don't we talk about how we... How we, how we <laughs> Where were you originally from and what brought you to Chiang Mai? Uh, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. I was born in Sao State. I lived in Suffolk County. Uh, what brought me to Chiang Mai? It was about about a year ago, about a year and a half ago. I lived in my car for a little bit and I kind of like got rid of a lot of things in my life, clothes and stuff. And I lived so simplistic and I was like, wow, this is so easy. This is so fun. I like, I like the travel. I like living light. And I was like, well, how can I do this as cheap as possible? Boom, Chiang Mai. I've done a lot of research. I've read like a lot of books for our work week. And there's like tons of books out there that, that talk about Chiang Mai. And that's what originally brought me here. I like it. Do you actually remember any of the specific books that talk about Chiang Mai? Uh, well, for our work week, definitely. Um, Did they mention Chiang Mai? Yet? Don't they mention Chiang Mai? Really? Yeah. There's a couple like uh, digital nomad capitals um, in the Man, world. Yeah. I need to reread that book. Because I think when, it, I, when I read it, I read it like four times. And every time I got something different out of it because mm. I was in a different stage in my life. I know he spent some time in Chiang Mai, right? Tim Ferriss definitely spent some time. I, you know, I have no idea. Yeah, all right. I mean, I pick out different things because that's what stuck out because I was thinking international at the time because I had a little bit of money saved. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Do I travel the States or do I take it international? And then I was like, well. All right, somebody leave a comment on this episode with what page number of four work week. <laughs> I'm going to be wrong probably now. Yeah, because right, that'd be cool if you did. I, I think it'd be amazing, you know, and, and kind of explain why Chiang Mai so good. Yeah. But at the same time, I would feel like an idiot for of reading that like four years before and thinking I accidentally discovered Chiang Mai on my own? No. I, I, if anything, I think he just mentioned it. I don't think he really went in depth about it. But oh, from, from, from there, I, I was in Chiang Mai for about four months and um, I had like a business mentality. I wanted to do something different. So I knew Cambodia as far as opening your own business. It was, it was easy for tourists to do so legally. And I, I rode my bike there and on the way riding my bike, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this just yet. I like kind of fell in love with the travel and like meeting people and talking to people. And it was like exciting for me. You know what I mean? So I kept going. I went up to Laos and I went to Vietnam. And then uh, I was actually in Vietnam when you posted that fake Facebook post. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't That's tell cool. you the full story just wow. because, you know, I was excited. And um, my, my friend Brent actually messaged me and said, hey, this guy, Johnny FD, successful entrepreneur, digital nomad, is looking for an intern. Apply. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm in Hanoi right now. I was just about to go north and just go in, you know, the whatever the Bay Area is up there in the mountains. I was going to go the next day. Um, and uh, I was like, you know what? I got I to gotta make a move, man. This is it for me. Like, I think this That's is a good crazy. opportunity. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea that yeah. happened. I, I didn't mention it specifically because uh, I just wanted to show you that I was like good to work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready. So I think I at the end of the, at the, end of the interview, I was like, I'm ready to work tomorrow. And when you said, can you be here at 9, I was literally in uh, – I was eating at a smoothie shop and I was like, man, I got to get there. What do I do? So I like, I like was going crazy trying to get here, man. Like, so I got here, I took a, I took a flight that night to Bangkok and I slept in the, I slept in the airport overnight and I, and I spent like maybe 350 bucks to do this, by the way. 
Man, just to come on a freaking interview with me? And I know it could have been like a no-go. And then I went to Chiang Mai just to meet up with you. And then it was just risk. Man, that's so insane, man. <laughs> I, I had no idea until now you've been working with me for like almost uh, almost a month, now, like over two weeks. Man, that's – you know what? I, I honestly think that stuff like this, like the – you know, taking these big risks in life and kind of just having faith in yourself and you know, having faith in it and just going for things, this is what pays off the biggest. Yeah. I mean, it's insane how many people that were already in Chiang Mai didn't even bother to send the YouTube. Okay, so the application, you know, you want to talk about what exactly involved? Uh, the application was just basically why, I think it was just why I want to work for you, why I want to work with you. So it was a Google form, Google really form. basic. There's like nothing, nothing on it, right? I didn't even have an image on it. It was just a basic Google form. And then I asked like four questions. And then mm. I said, send a one minute YouTube mm. video uh, explaining why you want to work for me. Yeah, yeah, and th- that's all I did. It was an unlisted video. Sent. I still have it on my YouTube channel. It's obviously private, but yeah, I sent it to you, and then you, you emailed me just a few hours later. You, you want to share that one, uh, the link on the on this episode? Yeah, it's it's kind of embarrassing, I think. But yeah, we could we could we could share it. That that'd be funny to okay. look back, and especially like years from now, maybe when I'm looking back, I'm like, man, this this could have been. This is basically the turning point for me. And I thought that's what I was thinking. That was in my head the whole time. Like this could be a big opportunity. Like only one shot. You know what I mean? That's so insane. I, I'm like blown away from this. I'm so glad I had I had you over. Uh, so if you guys want to go to episode 117 show notes on travellikeabosspodcast.com, Anthony's going to link his private unlisted interview <laughs> that he sent me. That's probably super embarrassing for him, but the, the, it's uh, it's what, you know, it, it, I'll, the reason why I'm going to show it is because it shows what it takes to impress someone enough to want them to come for an interview. I think the couple of things that I liked about it, from what I remember, is that you actually did the you actually did the work and you did the you sent me the link. Like you follow you could follow instructions and you're willing to put in a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. So many people messaged me on Facebook or commented or like emailed in or something saying they're interested, but they didn't follow the freaking instructions. <laughs> so I just ignored all of them. That's the biggest filter, yeah. you know. Uh, I know a lot of people who have hired and. Almost every single person now, they do the exact same thing. They say, send me a, you know, one minute YouTube video. Some people end up sending, you know, like the people that send in videos that are like three minutes plus, I just deleted it. I was like, this guy, this person long. can't follow instructions. You know, they're like, they're not respecting, you know, people's time. They think that for whatever reason that like they're special, you know, and even if they are, even if they have a lot of say, condense the crap out of it, you know, and these are things that like real basic things that people need to know. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Take risks. Oh, That's man. It. So, all right. So, I actually only... So, for everyone listening to this thinking like, oh, man, how come I didn't hear about this internship? It's because I was such a last-minute thing. Uh, I realized I had way too much on my plate. I had too many things going on. And when Sam, who's the guy from that spoke at the Nomad Summit last year, so if you want to kind of know more about him, uh, we'll link it in the show notes as well. But it's he gave a talk at the 2016 Nomad Summit, and that was really the first time I ever really knew about his business or what he did. What he did, but he sold a company for a hundred million dollars. That's crazy. And obviously he had partners and stuff in it, but I mean he's worth you know he's worth mo- like multi multi million you know. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to start a new project with me, uh, and we're not going to announce it just yet, but it's going to be it's going to be fun. All right, it's gonna be another podcast. So we'll say that. All right, actually, no, no, do say it. it's gonna be a podcast about <laughs> investing. All right, because Sam, you know, he got this big windfall of all this cash, 
And he didn't have another business because he sold it. And he was like, okay, what am I going to do with all this money? I have like, you know, I don't know how much, like, let's say like 20 something million dollars in the bank just sitting there in my freaking checking account or savings account making like <laughs> 0.001% interest. Zero. What am I going to do with this? So he's been really into investing. And he you know, reached out to me. He said, you know what? It'd be so cool to be able to sit down with successful investors and pick their brain for like an hour at a time on a, on through a podcast. He's like, you know, I want to start a podcast. And he started asking me advice on what mics to use, like, you know, you know how to start podcasts in general, like what, you know, what he should call it, things like that. And I was helping him through the process and halfway through, he's like, Hey, you know, why don't you just do this with me? And I just, even though I had all these other things going on, I was like the middle of selling my store. So I was busy. I was starting my new uh, course and I, uh, and I was filming all the videos for it. I was doing all this, you know, I was making travel plans to go to Europe. I was doing all these things. And I was like, man, I'm swamped. But this is too good of an opportunity to pass up, you know. Sam's a cool guy. He's super successful. We get along. It's a topic not only am I good at, but I'm interested in. And I was like, you got to make that move, right? Yeah. You just got to risk it. Yeah. I like, I like it, man. So, I, so instead of, you know, putting it on my blog or my email list and saying, hey, who wants to, like, move out to Chiang Mai? From a different country, <laughs> which I didn't think anyone would do on, on a whim. I only post it locally in the couple of Chiang Mai Facebook groups. Mm. And luckily, your friend linked you to it. Yeah. Who's your friend, by the way? Uh, his name is Brent Lohr. And uh, I actually met him out here in Chiang Mai. And he, he, he's, he's been to a couple, I think, nomad groups. And he's kind of a little more involved in the community than I. At the time when I first came out here last year, I was just cycling, eating food, hanging out. You know what I mean? Just, just kind of like living life, spending, spending the money I saved. And then it was honestly, it was, it was serendipitous, right? Because like the money was running out slowly, you know what I mean? And I needed a business plan to attack something or learn from someone and share my skill too at the same time. So it was perfect, man. That's serious. That's awesome. So Brent, you know, thank you so much for, for the introduction. Uh, <laughs> is he still in Chiang Mai? No, no. He's coming back in a few months. Yeah, to live out here with his family. Yeah. Okay. When you come back out here, I'm going to take you out to dinner with, with uh, Anthony. There you go. Right. Burgerholics. That's, that, that's the, the referral fee. <laughs> <laughs> referral bonus. I like it. I like it. It's yeah. Good. So, yeah, so the internship, basically, you know, I can't, like, legally hire uh, Anthony or pay for him. But so what, I, so what I offered was basically saying, I'll pay for all of your expenses uh, for the month. So, uh, you know, living costs, food costs, stuff. So it's about $600 a month. And then I realized, I was like, oh, crap, like, you also need a place to work. <laughs> so after I hired uh, Anthony, I was like, you know what, let me just pay for your pun space membership, too. The pun space is all amazing Wi-Fi. And it's worked out perfectly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good because we could, we could still communicate, you know, when there's like little issues and whatnot and uh, it's good. It's yeah. still good. Yeah. It's so much easier to just be able to walk over and be like, hey, you know, check this out or hey, let's do this yeah. than it is to try to do it through email. It's also nice because it's, you know, it's like an office. So you feel like you probably are more productive there than you would be at oh, home yeah. or somewhere else. So I, I think it's like almost a must have. Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes when you wake up and you go to work, quote unquote, like yeah. if you're a nomad and you go to your desk, which is three feet away, yeah. and then you go back to your couch or your bed, I mean, it's nice to kind of get up and go somewhere and yeah, you feel way more productive. Yeah. And there's yeah. other people there as well. So. Like minds, like yeah. like the whole motivation when you're around people like and just being here around like other nomads and entrepreneur mentalities like yours, it, it pushes you, man. It gets you going. Yeah, I like it. So so far, like, what have you what have you actually been doing, and what have you learned? Um, the biggest thing I'd say is do it. <laughs> That's like literally number one because, like, a lot of people that know me in the past, and uh, you know, Brent will say this is like, you know, you have all these ideas, and that's what I always had was tons and tons of ideas and I would write down different ideas about opening up this and I want to start this and when I got here I just saw so many people doing it and it was just like just do it man you have the knowledge like 
And I think the biggest fear I had, and um, I don't have any great business up, but you can see the platform starting to be built. But it's like, as far as your experience and your knowledge is greater than a lot of other people. And it's not to say I'm better than you. It just means you could do something with your skill. You know enough to start what you want to do. Start at the bottom and maybe teach someone that knows nothing with the basics and just apply yourself. Start. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Get started. Get started. Right? So the other guy that I interviewed, I actually only interviewed one other person. Really? Because his video. Okay. So first off, uh, the, the pool wasn't really big because I said, I only posted in the two local Chiang Mai groups. Mm. And I said, you know, whoever, you know, someone has to start like three days from now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to interview two people tomorrow and you got to start three days from now. So it was a pretty small applicant base. Yeah. Uh, and then not having YouTube video or not, you know, people are not going through the process of making a YouTube video that eliminated like 90% of people, mm. you know? So all the other messages I got, comments I got, people saying, I'm interested, I'm in, ignore it all the Talkers. time. Talkers. Right? Yeah. Talkers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's all talkers. No one's taking action, yeah. right? Um, and, and I feel bad because some of them are like people I know in person, right? Mm. Some of them are, you know, you would consider like at least an acquaintance, if not like a like a friend of a friend or something, right? And they're like, hey, I'm in, you know, and I'm not going to hire that person because they can't even respect, you know, the instructions, which are pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, it was like, you know, maybe six questions, but yeah. like short answer short. questions and then a one minute video, which mm -hmm. you can just do on your phone. Like, how did you make, make that video, by the way? Uh, actually, I made it on my MacBook Air. That's it. I think, I don't even know if I was even wearing headphones, but I was sitting on my bed in the in the hotel in Hanoi. And uh, I did the first one on the balcony. I started recording and the dogs kept barking. So I shut off and I just went in my room on the bed. Like, that was it. I was wearing a, sh like a you know, you'll see it. It's a beat up shirt. My hair's a mess, whatever. It's just, that's but it. But the quality was good enough. Right. It, yeah. was, it, it was like decent lighting, decent quality, decent oh, course, audio, yeah, yeah. and the content was decent, you know. Yeah. And then, to be honest, actually, um, your your video application was not as good as the other guys. Mm. So for you, I was almost like, ah, I'll meet this guy because he see, has potential, but the other dude's probably who I'm gonna hire. Okay. So I actually met him like 15 minutes before uh, you came, <laughs> all right, in that same spot. Oh man. And. He came, you know, he was dressed in like, you know, sh like a shirt. I don't, I don't think he was wearing a tie or anything, but he was like, you know, dressed up. And, you know, we met. And in his video, he was really sharp. Like, I really liked him. I was like, I was in my mind, I was almost like, I'm this is the guy I'm going to hire. It's got to be him in person, right? But this is why it's so important to meet people in person. The problem was he couldn't look me in the eye. Mm. You know, I was like trying to talk to him like a normal person. And I can feel like something was off, you know? I, I can't tell what it is, but something was off. You know, maybe he has like things going on in his personal life or, you know, whatever it is. And the other thing was he was a little bit older. I think he was at least my age, if not a little bit older. And mm. he's been in Chiang Mai for like seven years. And wow. I asked him like, oh, you know, like what, you know, what projects have you done? Like, you know, what kind of business, you know, have you done? And he basically said that he was like still looking into things like he hasn't actually started yet. And to me, that's a huge red flag that yeah. if you don't even, you know, get started stuff and it's that's not the type of person that's going to be successful, you know? Um, even if he had said like, oh, I had tried this and, you know, I, you know, we, I failed visibly. I tried this, I lost money on it. I tried this. Yeah, yeah. I would still be like, you know, that's cool, man. This person yeah. is like, they just need some guidance. But the fact that I think he like never even really got started, it, it maybe it, it I was like, you know, I, I can't have this guy. And it was so awkward because it was, you know, a pretty short interview, like five minutes, right? But it mm -hmm. felt like half an hour. <laughs> And then I was like, all right, well, you know, good to meet you. Thanks for, for coming. And then he didn't leave. He just like sat there. Cause okay. he, because I mean, I feel bad because I think he had like a half drink coffee or something. And I was like, man, uh, I, like 
Anthony is going to be coming in a few minutes. It's going to be awkward, right? So I just like stand there like, all right, well, you know, have a good day. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Maybe he wanted to finish his coffee. Yeah, but it was still weird because I was like, it's almost like, you know, a date's not going well and you're kind of like you trying go. to end it. Yeah. But you can't leave because, you know, it's like the place you need to stay. Yeah. And luckily there was like um, a girl, a pretty cute girl, like sitting on the on another table or couch or something. She was like, no, no, no. She was on her laptop doing some work. So I was like, I'm just going to talk to this girl instead. <laughs> I just walked over and was like, hey, you know, how's, you? how's it going? <laughs> like the awkward exit. Yeah. Like, okay. Hi. Uh, yeah. And then you came and... Right away, I was like, "Oh, hey, this guy is a very normal guy. You know, he has like good social skills. Yeah. And I, I think this is one thing that's very underrated in in business in life. Mm. It's just being a normal cool guy. Yeah. And by cool, I don't mean Anthony is like Fonzie cool at all. <laughs> hey. It's just like a uh, like like just like a normal like, guy that you would you wouldn't mind having around with your friends. Yeah, grounded, down to earth. I mean, I pride myself on that. I get you. I guess you would say what like." Street smart, kind of, you know, like a level-headed dude. Just like, yeah, I think, I think that's important. Yeah, and even if like our hobbies are different, you know, or like, you know, <clears throat> things like that are different, it doesn't matter because you just like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I don't have the same, um, you know, diet as this guy, or the same, you know, uh, TV shows or hobbies, you know, you know, maybe I don't ride a ride a bicycle, you know, <laughs> but overall, it doesn't matter because he's still like a normal, cool guy that you can still hang out with and talk about other stuff. Yeah. And I think that, that's actually why one of the big reasons why I made that first course, small talk, just because even though it's so basic, the the only people who hated the course that left bad reviews are like, "This is all basic. I know all this." Mm. I bet you, if I met those people in person, they would be fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> because first, you know, for someone to be looking for courses like that, they're probably trying to learn something, right? Mm. Or why why else would you learn it? If you're like a normal, you know, well-adjusted person, you're probably not gonna look for it. So either you're gonna go through the course and be like, you know what? These are things I should do. I should, you know, know these basics and you'll do it or you'll be unhappy because it doesn't contain any like secret uh, tricks, you know, like do this, you know, magical, you know, two step routine to get anyone to like you. That's that's what everyone wants, right? It's like, uh, I just want this magical formula. If I just say this, it'll work. I've actually listened to a few audiobooks on that. I think how to connect with a person was something like that, how to connect with the person instantly, but and all those things are like, here's, here's the hard part of it is they kind of work, right? Because they work sometimes. I think a lot of it's because you're actually just doing it. You know, you're actually just mm-hmm. like trying to connect with someone. It'll work. You know, versus, you know, being too shy to even approach someone, yeah. right? But at the same time, it's they give you a lot of bad habits. And I think that's why I don't recommend books like that because you build like a bad foundation. You want to be natural, yeah. right? And it's, it's so hard because, like, some people just naturally didn't grow up, you know, being social. They didn't have, like, a big brother kind of teaching them things. So they're just naturally shy or introverted. And that's why, like, the whole pickup scene has so many guys in it because these are things that their dad should have taught them or their big brother should have taught them. Mm. And they just never learned it. So now they have to learn it. And, no, and normal people that are well-adjusted don't want to teach it because, you know, it's like it, they don't really care, right? They're like, oh, you should just, just, just be cool, you know, just yeah. be natural. And it doesn't work because people don't know, don't have no idea how to do it. So they have to learn from other dudes who also were not good at it. <laughs> it's practice, I guess. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, man. Yeah. But either way, uh, Anthony was a very normal guy. So I was like, <laughs> all right, let me, like, he seems like pretty smart. And tech, like, even <clears throat> though what I am having him do requires technical skills, you know, a lot of it is like podcast editing or like making WordPress sites, all these things. 
it's I honestly believe that like people don't you don't need to be super technical, you know? Like you just need to like be okay enough. So I think the two things that I the two tests that I had you do subconsciously or without even telling you was one, are you smart enough to record a video and upload it? <laughs> test, okay. All right. And the other is can you do you have you had experience making any type of WordPress site? Okay. And honestly, I didn't even look really look into your site that much. I wanted to see does it have some type of template? Does it have some type of content? And does it have like more than like three pages? And mm-hmm. that's it. Because these are things that like I'm pretty sure every single online marketer or any kind of online business needs. They need these skills. And they don't want to be the one to have to teach you things from scratch. Mm-hmm. Mainly because they know that if you haven't learned these things already, there's probably a reason why you haven't gotten started. It's just doing it. I mean, just doing it. Yeah. I know some basics, but at the same time, like one thing I've learned also is, you know, you don't. It's good to have avenues and people to reach out for help, but you could, you know, the the, the resource of the internet is so valuable and underrated. I mean, maybe it's not underrated, but for some people, just look it up, like Google it, like if you have a question about something, like that. That's exactly it. It's so simple. If you know, by you having a site, it proves that you've gotten started and you've, mm. you've, you've, you're the type of person that can figure stuff out yourself. Yeah. Self-independent. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And honestly, if you had sent me a link to like a wordpress.com site, which is free by the way, you know, and it's super easy, like anyone, and literally anyone can make a site. I would have been okay with it. I'm like, okay, this person has some experience. He's gotten started. He has a blog that's hosted for free. Um, you know, doesn't have his own domain or anything, but he's at least gone started. And yeah. I'd be okay with that to be yeah. honest. That's true. That's actually funny. I, pay, I think I paid like fifty or sixty bucks for my for my domain name, but uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not much to get started, right? That's what we we're just talking about getting started, starting yeah. something. What what's your domain again? Uh, what's called trektheworld.tv. Okay. I think that's why it was more money because it was the .tv. Oh yeah. So I had to pay a little bit more for that, but. So, so what's your blog about? Mm, my blog is basically, I, it's it's a little personal with like a bit of travel. Like I like to, I like to share like where I've come from in the past and things I've overcame. And I like to share my journey going forward. Maybe that people want to learn with me and experience international I like that. environment. I, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. So I know you talked briefly about your past. Why, why were you living in your car? Oh, uh, well, at the time, um, I, I was actually living with my girlfriend Yeah, a few years back. And uh, we didn't have the best relationship. It was kind of, you know, fading off. I was a bit of a mean guy, we'll say. And um, I kind of got locked out, so to speak. And, uh, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't paying rent. I was kind of being a bum and I had all my stuff in my car because I just recently moved out of my, my other apartment in another town. And, you know, when you're locked out, you know, what do you do? And then I kind of just in a relationship at that point and, uh, just lived in my car. Cause I had a choice. I had a choice. Cause at the time I was trying to finish school. I dropped out of school in like 2009. And like one of the things I said to myself was like, man, I want to finish something that I, that I quit. I don't want to be a quitter. Like, so I went back to school and I finished my business degree, but I had a choice. Like, do I find an apartment? Cause Long Island could be expensive or do I live in my car? And then that way I could afford the tuition I could get done. And that way I could get to Chiang Mai. Like that was in my head. Like that's what it was. Well, I'm, I'm very impressed man, yeah. that you did that. Not necessarily that you have a degree. Cause I don't, I don't really care about that. Anything, right? It's <laughs> like, what does it mean anymore? Uh, actually my, my buddy, Daniel Rose, he, is the founder of Six Pack Shortcuts, mm. which is the world's largest fitness brand. Yeah, multi million dollars. I, 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 I just to guess they do like a hundred million dollars a year or something, something insane. He puts out a job, you know, um, postings sometimes on on Facebook, and on his personal one, he'll just say, "Hey, if anyone has any friends who who are interested in a position, uh, have a message me." And he specifically says on there, he's like, 
when you send me the your resume your CV, delete uh, any active academic achievements, <laughs> <laughs> any um, degrees that you have. He's like, he's like, I don't care. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's good. And it's so crazy seeing someone who's a founder of a multi-million dollar company specifically asking people not to include education in, mm. in their resumes. That's what it ties back into like the whole like experience, the grounded level guy. Sometimes the books, the bookworm doesn't really do much as far as like to the real world. Like if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, maybe you do need school because you have to follow X, Y, Z rules. But I mean, I'm not using my degree right now. I didn't learn anything in business school to be completely honest. Like, mm. and, uh, maybe yeah, people uh, feel the same. I don't so know. in your, in your business degree, did you, I mean, now, you know, now that you're doing, you know, you, at least you're helping me start an online business where you kind of see mm. a little bit of the back end. Are any of those skills useful that you've learned? From biz- from school? From school. Uh, honestly, no. It's like, if anything, it's more technical jargon. Like, it's not realistic to the world. Like, like starting my YouTube channel was all me. I did my research. Blog, all me. But, like, it comes down to experience. Like, and I think that's what, um, you know, I don't remember his name, but the the owner of, uh, you know, co-founder of Six Pack Shortcuts is like, he wants the experience. Like, I want someone that's been there, done that. Or at least has taken the first step. Like if you haven't even walked out the door, I'm not gonna trust you driving my car. You know what I mean? Like you've never driven a car before. Give me something to look at and say, hey, oh, he could do it, or I've seen him do it, or he looks like he's on the right path. Yeah, hundred percent. So anyone who's thinking about going to college or sending your kids to college, I would recommend if it's something that requires a degree to do. Like I would imagine something like engineering or you know maybe I don't even think programming because I think programming like if I was gonna hire a, a dev. I would say, what have what have you made? Yeah, show me <laughs> you know, something. Show me something you've, yeah. you've worked on. Something, you know, I don't really care how you learned it. I don't care if you've taken a bunch of Udemy courses and learned how to how to program. I just want to know that you can do it. Hmm. So, but I'm sure there's some things. And here's the thing: even about doctors, I think you, yeah, you have to go to school. You have to go to medical school, school to get the actual title of being a doctor. But I think that's actually not even enough. Like when I when I hire a doctor, you know, or I um for my own personal you know health. Hmm. I don't care what degree they, they got or where they went through. That's true. I care about what have they learned. You know, are they still learning today? Are they still lifetime learners? Are they still like, you know, doing their own, you know, um, their own reading? Are they, you know, figuring out like what, what in medical school did we not learn? So, for example, for nutrition, in medical school, doctors only get like four hours of training, <laughs> which is insane. That's so they crazy. can have their, the, the doctor title and they get the doctor respect. Mm. But chances are, most people have read, have spent more time researching nutrition than a doctor has, especially because they're so busy. Yeah. So if I was gonna hire someone, you know, if I'm gonna go see a doctor about something nutrition related, I want them to, I want to know that they are constantly learning, mm. you know, and and so with business wise, I think 100% what you said was, was correct is nobody cares about the degree anymore. But I think for in your case, the best thing you got out of it was finishing something. Yeah, that feeling of accomplishment, man. That was the biggest thing. I remember because uh, I got the degree uh, recently. My mom sent me a picture, and she was like, "You did it! You did it!" I'm like, honestly, I'm pr- I am proud of myself. Like, it's cool to go back and finish it, but what you know, what does it what does it really mean? It was more for like my self personal gain, I think. I like that. You know? So, how long ago was this? Uh, I literally just got my degree like a few weeks ago. My mom okay, sent nice. me like, uh, yeah. So what? Six months ago, I graduated. If that. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And but how long ago was it that you got kicked out of your ex girlfriend's house? Oh, uh, about two years. Are, are you a, a very different person now? Oh, yeah, man. Like prior to two years ago, like just to give maybe someone a background of where I came from is just, um, 
you know, after after high school, I kind of was like flip-flopping through college a little bit, not feeling it. It was still business, but I just, I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't feeling it. So I actually, I got a job at retail, um, you know, Best Buy. We talked about Best Buy before and I moved up pretty quick there and, and I was making good money. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm out of school, man. I'm making good money here. This is great. But then you get caught up like in other things, like you get a little bit of money and you're like, well, what else? Like maybe some girls. So then you get some girlfriends and then maybe you start getting into drinking or smoking and, and then you're like, man, this is not it still. Like I'm still unhappy. Like then you change your diet and then, then you have, uh, you know, Jack Daniels to your face at night and you eat cookie dough in the morning when you wake up, but it still doesn't do it for you. So what do you do? And well, what I did was I decided to change a lot about me. Like I, I went 100% drug free. I went 100% plant-based. I sold my car within a few months. I started exercising a little bit, you know, um, and I, I just try to keep the positivity in my life. Like that was like the biggest thing. Like try to keep good, positive, positive relationships. And like even just like meeting you from like the beginning, like I didn't know you prior to this job, but like I worship, I value integrity. Like I value honesty. Like I value that over anything. And like when I left my job back then, I was like, you know what? That's all I want to do. And like I just want to be as honest as I can, transparent, and help someone that that wants to be helped. Like if you're willing to look and learn something from what I have to say or what you have to say, like I respect that and appreciate that as long as you can keep that loyalty in between without, you know, shouldering or stiff arming someone to get to the top. I think that's respect and that's that's what people should try to strive for in life like that as opposed to a degree. And and I don't know, that kind of got me here, man. Like that's, yeah, so that's like the little, little backstory of, of, of where I am. I like it. So you sound like you're very different from the, the mean guy that would be enough of an a-hole to get kicked out of uh, someone's house yeah yeah i just i just wasn't really uh happy happy back then that's that's really what it comes down to i didn't give a lot of people a fair shot in my relationships i think in general yeah. but congratulations for for you know change, going through all that and changing yourself uh, you should be proud yeah have you talked to to the ex-girlfriend at all um, afterwards i mean i've had a couple ex-girlfriends in the past it kind of you know, to even give like a further, a further back. Um, and I was cheated on uh, one of my girlfriends at a young age. And, um, I think also dealing with through, like my parents were going through a rough divorce at the time. And I try to mend some of that. You know, you try to talk to your parents, you try to talk to your ex relationships and it could be, you know, close friends that I had in the past. I don't talk to, and you don't agree with them or relationships with girls. I've recently in the last few months tried to reach out to some of them. Um, some don't answer, some are willing to, talk and then some are willing to even go the next step too but i mean i try to keep that bond because i think it's important like right to like kind of mend like bad relationships in the past or like i don't know is it maybe a per- is it selfish like i want to sleep better at night like because i feel better that it's okay you know what even if you do have gain from it and then it helps you sleep better it's still the right thing to do and it's more like a win-win situation you know mm. so the fact that you're willing to to you know go out there and reach out and you know apologize or just you know just to catch up and say yeah. hi I think that that means a lot, and then it's their choice if they want to accept it or not. Then that that's one hundred percent to them. You yeah. know, um, you've you've done your part, and you know, I'm a big big believer in, you know, kind of like win win situations, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that I think people that expect everyone to do things completely altruistically with no benefit themselves, they themselves are entitled, feel entitled that everything should just be given to them mm-hmm. for free. I'm a believer of mutually beneficial relationships you know uh there's a book called give and take which was so boring don't read it (laughs) but the you know the the i guess synopsis behind it the summary behind it is really really helpful so thank you you know to the whoever the author is for putting it out there but basically 
he did a study saying, you know, who are the most successful people in the world and who are the, the least successful, right? Are they the givers or the takers, right? Or there's a third one actually called the matchers. So people that only give back or only give, you know, in uh, reciprocation, you know, they, they want something um, to at least match, right? So it turns out that on the very top, the most successful people, the happiest people are givers. And, but on the very, very bottom, the least successful and the least happy are also givers. And the only difference between the two is who they give to. So if you give to takers, people who just, you know, feel entitled and they just take stuff, they take, 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 you will be unhappy and, and poor. You know, you will not ever be successful. So just by being a generous, giving, open person does not help. But if you only give to other givers or at least to matchers, you will be on top. You'll be you'll be happy. You'll be rich. You'll be successful. And the people that only match and never never give, you know, generously, they they are always kind of in the middle. So they never do that well either. I think that actually, I think is. I wonder if that's in that. I wonder if it's in that book. Tony Robbins, Money Masters of the Game. I think he talks about that. How to how to buy happiness and talk about like literally buying happiness. And he talks about, um, you know, buying experience. So, like, buy, like, an experience, like, coming to Chiang Mai. And he talks about um, giving your money away. Like, you know, it, it, I know this is a bit uh, left lane from what we're talking about, but it's, it's, still, an, it's still an option. And, um, and then the last thing would be buy time. So, like, those are, like, you know, it's important to buy time. Like, don't, don't spend your time maybe doing your laundry, but do things that you're passionate about. You know what I mean? But then it comes down to like everyone wants a handout, realistically, right? Everyone wants to be given something for nothing and not put the work in. But yeah. well, you know, I mean, speaking of like buying time, that's exactly what I'm doing with this internship. Mm. Is I'm buying my own time back, but at the same time, I'm consciously making sure that you're learning through the process. Mm. Do you remember that conversation we had? Which which one? About uh, registering my motorbike. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You don't want me doing anything that I'm not truly gonna learn. You know, if, if if you had me like do something as simple as registering registering your your motorbike, you know. Yeah, and these are things that are you know I've been putting off because I don't have time to do it, and I just you know and I just don't want to spend two hours of my day driving over to the Thai DMV to get a new sticker, yeah. you know, for my bike. But the, so I was I was tempted. I'm like, oh, right, well, I have I have this intern. <laughs> I can just have him do it. But <clears throat> right in the beginning, even before I met you, you know, when I had decided I'm gonna hire someone, I said, okay, I'm gonna be you know spending. 700 bucks or 600 bucks on this person per month, right? I want to make sure that I'm, I'm getting something from it. Mm. You know, I'm not going to just give someone money for no reason, just because I don't, you know, I don't even care what the, that person's story is. You know, it's, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to just give it to someone as a handout. I want something in return. I want them to be able to maybe, you know, um, you know, buy back my time. Mm. Right. So do things that take, take things off of my plate. So I can do other things. I can do things that, I'm really passionate about or new projects I'm working on or things I'm good at. Uh, but at the same time, I also had the mentality of like, okay, this person is not only going to get the money, which is going to help them, you know, pay their expenses. They can live in Chiang Mai, they can travel, they can do yep. stuff, yep. but they're also going to learn from the experience. And from day one, that's the mentality I have. And and I, I could totally agree, man. Like the return, the return investment is, is much higher to have me do other things on the computer for you to, to further improve your success. And, you know, even though I only know the basics, I'm seeing the model and I'm seeing the process, like, you know, behind the scenes, so to speak, and how it's done from the ground up. And I think that's, that's an, exp like, that's another thing. Like, yeah, the money's great. Like, yeah, it definitely helps. And I'm in need of it, you know, right now to live and continue. But the experience is like what I was after. You know, some people don't think of that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I love it. So just to kind of give everyone the, the inside scoop, uh, if anyone's either looking to hire an intern or get a lieutenant, or uh, if you're looking, you know, just, just I think I'm okay to learn from this. First off, best thing I ever did is, is I, I've been putting this off for, for a long time. I probably could have done this a year ago. Wow. <laughs> you know, I have 115 episodes of this podcast. <laughs> I have all these other things going on. I've had the income to do it. Uh, I've, I've just been putting it off because I'm like, well, I can just do it myself. It only takes me a few minutes. And it wasn't until I sat down and I taught and I showed you how I do it <laughs> that I realized, man, this is a lot of steps. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is actually a lot of work done. And I've yeah, I've gotten really good at it. I, I'm very efficient at it. So I can publish a new podcast episode in like th- th- half an hour, right? And it, it might take you right now, you know, an hour, two hours or longer because it's you know you're new at it. Um, it's you weren't there for the recording of the podcast. You weren't mm-hmm. like you know, so you're not like you're not 100 percent sure like where the, where the edits are, or what needs to be changed, mm-hmm. what show notes to write, things like that, right? But I realized that half an hour is probably actually longer. I probably it, I think it takes me half an hour, <laughs> but it probably takes me longer. And then that's like a lot of mental energy that I could be putting towards something else. It's it's crazy to think like, and that's another thing. As you show me like, hey, I need you to do this, that, and a third, and you're like. Once you're showing me that process, I look, I'm like, wow, he was he was doing all this prior to me coming along? Like, that's respectable, man. Like, that's a lot of time on the back end of things when, like, now you want to be more on the forefront of the business, you know, driving, like, a different a different look. And it, it, Man, you did a lot of work. That's all I'll say. Like, you put a lot of work on what you do, man. You work your ass off. Yeah, and hard work pays off. And the thing is, you know, 100% of the things I've done, even though eventually, if they do well, they will make money. For the first couple of months, they don't make any money. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just putting it out there because I think it's going to be cool to do. I think it's going to be valuable that people are going to get a lot out of it. And then I enjoy doing it. And then I just assume that if I put good things out there and I put good effort out there, that the universe will pay me back. I love that. I love that. Do what's in your heart and the world will conspire to support you. Yeah. I love that line. That's true. It's so like, you know, like this podcast, like still today, there's not any paid ads in it right uh but and and the thing is i could like i could absolutely get maybe um, you should yeah maybe, maybe you should right <laughs> so if uh on it <laughs> world's oh is it like supplements from on it kettlebells if anyone's listening right now, yeah um, i don't even have a code for them but I, the reason or casper mattresses i like them they sound, they sound pretty cool comfortable but the thing is i'm like okay i'm just gonna record stuff i, I like doing because I don't, I'm gonna have guests on that I want to have on, right? Like I'm pretty sure, you know, when I was when I had when I asked you to come on the show today, I was I didn't have anything in my mind I'm like how am I gonna monetize this? Yeah. But here's the thing: is also by having this mentality, this abundance mentality, I don't believe that by monetizing something that necessarily you're giving worse value. So, for example, any of the books that Anthony recommended in uh, in this episode, anything that we talk about, if you go to the show notes. I'm gonna instruct Anthony to make that into an affiliate link. So if you you know if you talk about Tony Robbins' book Money Master the Game, I'm gonna throw my Amazon affiliate link in there because I think it's a book that people should read because I learned a lot from it. You know, and because we're matching it anyways, kind of organically. Mm-hmm. If you guys do buy it, I get credit for referring you. Yeah, and I really believe that's like a win-win situation. Yeah, you're not like that like that door-to-door like you know sleazy salesman salesman trying to make a quick buck like. You're genuinely interested in what you're talking about. You're passionate about it, and you're providing value for people. And it's it's genuine. It's like your intent. Your intention means a lot, and that'll come back, man. You just you're providing value. You're like indispensable. You know? I appreciate that, but here's the, here's the difference of why I'm happy and successful, and not uh, broke and 
unhappy is because I only give to people who are givers themselves mm. and not necessarily give back to me directly, but just if, if I'm helping people who are helping other people or, you know, or they're making, you know, it, it, it still pays off in the universe, right? Or at least people who will match will say like, okay, you know what? Johnny's helped me here. So I'm going to uh, return the favor by doing this. Mm. So both of those people, if, if that's one of you guys, you know, thank you, you know, girls, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, if you're the type that you're like, okay, I'm not necessarily going to buy anything Johnny talks about because I don't need it right now. But if I ever do buy that thing, if I ever do want to buy that book or buy that course or, you know, you sign up for hosting or to make a blog or something, I will remember to go back to Johnny's resources page and use his link. You know, that's someone who is at least a matcher, you know, because they're getting something from me for now for free. And then, but they have the intention like, okay, you know, if I ever do buy this anyways, I will use Johnny's, Johnny's link. Or they could be the giver thinking, because they would have the abundance mentality knowing, saying, you know what? Um, I've gotten this by me, you know, buying this thing, I'm probably gonna learn something. I'm probably gonna like, you know, if I, if I buy this, you know, whatever thing is and I learn from it and then I grow my income because of it, everybody wins. And those are the people I really love. The people that, you know, I don't want in my, in my life are people that are like, I'm gonna listen to this free episode, you know, free <laughs> podcast and then I'm gonna complain about it. <laughs> no, no good. It's yeah. for free. How can you complain? Yeah, stop complaining, guys. <laughs> but it, it's a good way for someone to say thank you, I guess, too, right? If you're providing value for me, it's like, well, I'm I'm just going to work my ass off for you, you know, because you're providing value for me. I'm going to try to click on his link because he's helped me out so much with all this free content. Like, you can't get that anymore sometimes. Like, you know how many ads are online where you're like, oh, you get this, that, and the third for free. Oh, no, you have to, you, he doesn't even provide anything. I have to pay right off the bat, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, you know, whatever but it is. But I almost understand why some of those people do it now. It's because they're so sick of giving stuff away yeah, and, and not getting anything returned because they get the people that people don't respect free. Yeah. You know, and, and here's that's the hard truth, right? Is when something is free, first off, you don't really pay as much attention to it. Mm. You don't uh, take it to heart. You don't really take action on it because it's free, right? It's just like, oh, whatever. It's, it's probably not that valuable. But if you had paid for this, let's say, just this episode alone, right? Let's say we had rebranded this instead of a, as a free podcast. This was a a course on how to hire an intern, mm. how to get hired, and it was it's an ebook or a course, and you paid forty seven dollars for it. Guarantee you, you you know you'd be listening, you'd be taking notes, and then you would take an action. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But but I think also like what you're doing is the perfect balance. How you're saying like you know you're providing value, and then and then in return, it's like um it, it kind of reminds me of um. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book. You know, you ever, you ever read a uh, jab, 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 right hook? You ever see that? So it's like it's it's like it's kind of like where I'm at in my life, where like you throw a bunch of jab, and they're passionate, they're genuine jabs at let's say at people, right? This is a metaphor, by the way. Like you know, you're throwing jabs, like you're 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 throwing the podcast at people's face. You're you're posting blogs. You're giving people free information, and then eventually one day you're gonna throw the right hook, and you're gonna say, hey, um, you know, please buy my course. Like it's in it's even more in depth than what you've been seeing. You know, that's that right hook that like I'm at. I've been throwing jabs with blogging and video posting. Now it's like, well, now the right hook is like, now you're going to go out for the count and, and actually try to get some sort of, you know, income or monetary value for what you're providing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you still have plenty of free options and value that you've been giving. Yeah, I, I like that. I don't like the title because it, well, I guess it, from, from the marketing yeah, point of view, it sounds perfect. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And from a marketing point of view, it's amazing. But I think it almost kind of sounds kind of mean. I'm I like, know. That's I'm why not- I was like, it's not <laughs> I'm not jab- I'm not punching any of you guys. <laughs> it's more like um, give, 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 offer. 
Okay, Th- there you go. All right. That's fair. So you guys get all this. So, I mean, for example, right? My, my new course that I just came out with is called Dropship Lab. And my goal was, my original goal was to have it done by the end of the month, about which is today, or I guess today is the beginning of the month. And I didn't think it was going to happen because I had started that new project. I had was busy studying the store and I was transferring everything over. And I was like, there's no possible way I'm going to finish it. I'm going to, my new goal is the 15th of June which is two weeks from now. and But because I had offloaded so much stuff to, to you, I magically finished it. <laughs> so much free time. Yeah, I had all this free time all of a sudden and I didn't have the mental burnout, the mental stress of the other things because uh, even though those things are you know very easy for me because I've done it so many times, it still requires mental energy, right? So without me even uh, realizing I had finished the course and I was like, oh my God, okay, let me submit it for review. It's probably gonna take three or four days to actually uh, get approved by Udemy. And then they're gonna come back and say, you gotta make these changes and submit it for review again. It's gonna take another couple of days. I randomly woke up on the 31st of May saying, congratulations, your course is now live. Nice. And I logged in and I saw that I had a paid student already. Wow. And I was like, how do you even, like, I didn't even know this was, uh, gonna be there you know like i had no freaking idea and all of a sudden actually i'll, I'll pull up my dashboard now because i'm very I, very curious i haven't even looked into it um since then but as i was writing my my income report for may uh i did the screenshot of how much i made yeah. uh which was like 400 bucks at the time for the month and then i did another screenshot no then I logged back in i was like oh man it grew and i was like how did that happen i'm like oh it's still the 31st in the u.s at night and like people had started to find the course. So for, for May, this was like 400 bucks um, total until the night before. And then all of a sudden I made 323 bucks uh, that night as I was writing the name report. <laughs> uh, and then for this month so far, which has been a day and a half, let's take a look. I made 207 bucks from it so far. So, nice. so far I've made like what 500 bucks from this course Yeah. that I did not even think I was going to finish. And it looks like 100% of the courses I've sold on my Udemy <clears throat> channel this month have been the new Dropship Lab course. So it, it, it just shows you, 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 like people are following the value that you're putting out. They're excited to see. Yeah, I, I hope people are actually watching the sales video and, and reading the, um, the text on it because I'm pretty sure a lot of the people that are going to read it, I mean, that are going to sign up, aren't even going to watch their video. They're like, oh, Johnny's coming out the Dropship course, I'll buy it mm. because I've given so much free value. You know, I've been give 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 and now i'm offering all right your name holds weight yeah and people are just like this guy definitely knows what he's talking about mm-hmm. he's giving me so much free value now that he's charging 50 bucks like this has to be worth a lot of money because the free stuff was worth more than 50 bucks so this 50 dollars course must be worth 500 and because i i knew people were going to do that i included three sections and actually you probably haven't seen it because i just launched it um but what it is so if you guys go to dropshiplab.com you can you guys can can find the course there uh and it's also on, on udemy but basically the course itself is not beginner friendly it's it, it says on there this is an expert level course designed for people that have a store that's doing you know close to like if you're making a thousand dollars a month already from your dropshipping store mm-hmm. the goal is to to show you all the different ways to increase that income you know to so you can start making so you can hopefully get to a six-figure level that's the, that's the goal of it but because i knew people weren't going to read that <laughs> and they were just going to sign up. I actually, and so it says right here, it says um, like this course is on a 10 extra job streaming income. If you're already making $600,000 mm. a month, 
you know, uh, and then in the sales video, I, I specifically say, if you are making zero a month, 10xing that still gives you zero dollars. <laughs> so this course is probably not for you. It's not for you. But because I knew that people are going to start for anyways, I added these, this whole section of, of how to actually start if you don't have a story. Yet. Oh, wow. And that's just kind of, part of it is, you know, I, I feel bad for people who want to do like some kind of job shipping store, but they can't afford Anton's course, which is like, you know, two grand, right? Or yeah. even the basic one, which is a thousand. Yeah, yeah. And, but at the same time, I don't have time to help them walk them through it. Like, you know, if I was going to walk them through it, I would have to make something pretty much exactly like Anton's course. And then I would still want to charge a thousand dollars for it because it would just take so much time to make. So that's why I just refer people to his course. But the reason why I made these three sections, I was like, okay, I don't want to just leave them in the dark. You know, maybe they can afford fifty bucks, but they can't afford a thousand yet. Let me show them how to do it. Uh, so I have two videos that, that I call the free method formula, where I show them, you know, how to use free resources to learn all the stuff. This is where you would learn this. This is where you would learn this. This is where you learn this. But very specifically in there, I tell people, I said. Look, if you expect someone to hold your hand and you expect someone to answer a million of your questions, you have to pay that person. Mm. Like there's not there's no one in the world who knows what they're talking about that is qualified that's going to answer a million of your questions for free. Like, you know, it's like you can get free legal or accounting advice from people who have no idea what they're talking about all day. But if you actually want to talk to an accountant or a lawyer, they're going to charge you. Yeah. And that's cool. Like, I, like someone like, I know that's where you're at in your life is you'll pay for it if the value is there. Mm-hmm. I want value, like 100%. I don't want to be tricked or being given wrong information or even time. Time is money too, right? Just provide me a good value. That's important. And, and I love that. And, you know, unfortunately, not everyone has that mentality, right? There's a lot of people. And here's the sad part is I used to be one of those people. I used to want everything for free. I used to love, like, you know, pulling one over on, on companies or people, like, on hot deals or slick deal websites there's these ways where you can like triple use coupon codes and do like a price match and then do like a printout rebate or something to get something for like under the cost of that person right and i never felt bad because i'm like oh it's a big company like best buy or office max or something like screw these guys i'm gonna get my printer for free (laughs) you know i'm gonna make 25 dollars uh after the rebates Mm -hmm. Now I don't do that anymore because first off, I realize if it's not worth paying for, it's probably not something I need. Mm. And second, I'm like, it's so such a bad use of my time because the amount of hours and energy I put in to try to get this one thing for free, I probably could have just used that same time and effort to learn how to make that money. And I would have that skill. I would have that income. I would have that business. Yeah. I think it's it, it, like to tie it back into the courses too, it's um it's something that'll provide a good value that's kind of handed to you. You know I mean? If you spend hours or years, years of doing drop shipping and, and years of doing podcasting and, and you're providing, say, hey, no, here it is in a nice little neat package box. Like, use it. This works for me. So you don't have to spend three years to figure out the, the do's and don'ts. You know what I mean? And, and I'd want that personally. I think that's important. So I think it's cool that you also give like a backdrop of, of the basics you know, for someone to get in, because I guess then it goes back to the whole, like Google it, right? Like if you, if, hey, if you, if you don't want to buy the course and that's cool, like spend years of practice and some people do that, but some people don't. A lot of those people, like, I don't remember the guy's name, but he posted on my Facebook or on a YouTube channel um, after I, I did my latest uh, inquiry report mm. and he said, Hey, congratulations on some of your store. Um, oh, this guy named Brandon. He, I, I just screenshotted just something remember. So shout out to Brandon out there. Congratulations for, for selling your store. Um, is it? No, no, sorry. That's a different guy. No, there's a lot of people. A lot of Brandons. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, wh- whoever you were. <laughs> um, oh, Aaron. I think it was Aaron. Mm. So he sold his, st- yeah, he sold one of his stores for $30,000. He's like, nice. and I was like, you know, hey, huge congrats. You know, hey, uh, I said, hey, what's your name in the, um, you know, in the forums that you put on Anton's course? And he actually, he replied saying, and this is all on, I think it's on Facebook or YouTube, so you can see it there. But he said, he's like, I actually didn't uh, use Anton's course. I had learned um, Facebook ads from this place and then mm. something else from there and something else from here. But I actually used that money that I, I made selling that first store to, to buy Anton's course. Oh, nice. And I thought, like, that's so smart of him because even though he's already done it once on his own, he still sees the value of signing up for, you know, paying, you know, paying for the community, paying for the knowledge. Because especially now, because to you know really increasing success, right? Mm-hmm. So he just uh, messaged me, and what I screenshotted was he said, "Hey, um, I just made two sales from my new dropshipping store that that I learned how to do from Anton." And to me, like guys like Aaron are the ones that are gonna be super successful. Yeah, like I guess like show humility and like bow to your sensei, so to speak. It was like you know, hey John, you know more than me, like. I could offer you some value maybe with some backend stuff, but you're going to teach me a hell of a lot more in return. And like, and, and you got to say, you know what, their resources are more valuable than, than my time, or maybe I'm not getting the right information, but yeah, you got to give respect to that a hundred percent. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I think the, the more and more I learn about the kind of life, I guess, the more I, I value paying for, for quality, you know, buying my time. Number one, cause I, I used to not think my time was worth anything. I was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm not getting, paid any money right now anyways <laughs> so why not just do it you know why not just spend 50 hours doing it but now i'm thinking like you know what my time is worth money you know it is valuable you are valuable, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're valuable. thanks man like so fun fact about anthony is he used to be a rapper oh man no 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 the rapping stories that i, I knew you were gonna bring this up yeah i guess uh yeah i used to rap back in the day was it um I used to write poems actually, like when I was really young in like elementary school. And then my friend, um, my friend back at home, he he raps. He actually still raps his day. His name is the Kid J. And uh, we used to rap like in my brother's studio. My brother used to use his Mac and have the whole setup and everything. It was just so funny. Like, uh, and we just got into rap rhyme. Now I just write poems again. But man, maybe he made me play the he made me play the song, the Lava Man. I like song. it. So if you guys stay tuned to the end of the episode, we're gonna have. Anthony, do the outro of this episode along with the song. Oh, I don't with know. With a little that. rap, yeah. You got to do it. Got to do it, man. You can't, dis- can't disappoint the fans out there. Off the top of my head? I mean, you were free song before. It was perfect. I no, think. no. I mean, we, yeah, we, we, could, we could pause it. We could pause it, and then you could do the outro properly. We put the, we'll put some music to it as well. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be sick. I like it. All right. That's cool. Let's calm down. All right. So uh, what are your plans uh, next couple months? plans in the next couple months um well i feel like my my blog is is like kind of got a consistent rhythm like a blog post a week um i just recently started to attach um you know paypal to my account which is cool so i have like a coaching and like you know you know for me to finally provide the value that i know about travel and cycling and touring and stuff like that and and some people just like to talk to me so i think it's cool that i finally did that um i love to i love to get a, a good uh, udemy course up you know just about travel um, cycling specifically, maybe just for someone that's kind of been in my shoes that maybe have struggled in the past with like balance of school and work and like maybe they're not happy with they're on the States or maybe they want to live for really cheap but they don't know where to go. Like kind of give them that, that raw, raw basic like from the streets, so to speak, on how to get to where I am. And I'm not famous. I'm not uh, 
successful, quote unquote, like like maybe like you or other people, but in a different light, I think. And I think it's good to, I know we talked about this, but like someone like me, it's so regular, like a regular guy is like, it's important to show like, hey, I'm not that far ahead of you guys. Like anyone listening, that's like real um, startup, I guess. They can get to that level. Dude, 100%. People love following the journey. And that's why I started blogging even like when I was still broke and I was still years out. And I think that's why so many people follow me today is yeah. a lot of you guys listening have been listening for months, not years. That's crazy. And I get people who are like, hey, I've been following you since your old Muay Thai blog. I saw that the other day. I think I saw that comment. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool, man. Yeah, that is cool. And it's it's dope kind of knowing that people are like seeing the journey, seeing the transformation. So they know it's not this overnight success. It, mm. takes, you know, it takes time. And I think like for people that follow your stuff, like they can associate because they're like, okay, yeah, he's doing it. He's a normal guy. I can do that too. Like I think the reason why so many people follow me, even though there are people like Pat Flynn who make a lot more money than I, is because I seem more attainable. Like you know, where mm. what I'm doing, where I'm at, they're like, oh, you know what, Pat Flynn making you know multi-million dollars might be a little bit out of a stretch, uh, but you know, what Johnny's doing, I could do that. You know, why not? I think it's cool that you also document your success. I respect that a lot because a lot of people think they want to be like Zuckerberg and just like overnight success when it's like, no, nah, man, you know how many years he took to help develop that site? And, and I don't know if there's any overnight success stories. They just, they don't necessarily show that hard work up to it and people don't want to show what they're doing until they've become successful. I think that's cool that you do that now from, from day one. Yeah, and you know what's funny is... Uh, up until very recently, I would say up until like a few hours ago, <laughs> I didn't even bother looking at Pat Flynn's uh, stuff or his income reports or anything. So I'm like, that, that's so out of reach. I'm like, just today, I'm like, you know what? I'm on his coattails. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up to this dude. I like that. So Pat Flynn, I'm coming, I'm coming for you. That's that positive mental attitude, man. I like that. I like it. So yeah, uh, if people want to check out your site or reach out to you. Um, my blog is uh, trektheworld.tv. And uh, same with the YouTube, same with the Instagram, same with the Twitter and all that. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm stoked to even do an episode with you. I think it's really cool. Like it, you know, just for anyone listening, like my face when he's like, I want I want to you know interview and talk and I'm like what? Like that's awesome. So I'm I'm excited to be here. This is cool, cool experience, man. Thank you. I'm excited that after this, I gotta go take a nap, and Anthony's gonna go back to the office, edit this. I gotta finish that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to make a cover. He's going to make a show notes. He's going to publish it. And magically, I'm gonna, it's just going to pop up on And I would have had done no work. And you could stream it live on iTunes just like that. Yeah. And it's amazing. So anyone out there who's, you know, is successful, they have a podcast uh, or, a, you know, really anything, right? Any kind of business where you're making enough money where you can bring someone on your wing. It helps them, you know, to get started. They can learn the skills. But it helps you because it buys back your time. It's, mm. it's the one thing that I regret not doing earlier. And every single person says this. I've heard this many times. Like, my biggest regret is I didn't hire a team earlier. Hire a team. I think that's important, you know? Because, like, also, you're also going to get loyalty from me, too. Because when you have someone that, like, trained you, coached you, and, like, you're never going to forget that. You're like, nah, man, he helped, he helped me when I needed it most, you know? And also, the other thing that I, I had decided, uh, <laughs> like, from day one, is that I want you to grow along with me. So it's, And I know that the, your goal is not going to be to make, you know, just get by, you know, with basic expenses for the rest of your life, right? No. So I told Anthony, I said, you know, my goal is for you always to learn, right? And the day you stop learning or the day you stop uh, being valuable to me, then I don't want you to do it. <laughs> right? That's and, fair. And, which is fair, right? Yeah, yeah. The way that we prevent that is instead of um, kind of just trying to hold you back the whole time or, you know, 
something like that. My, I told I told you from day one that the goal is for you to learn all this stuff, how to do it all, take it off my plate. Mm. Then I want you to create like SOPs, standard operating procedures, so you can hire a VA on my behalf, <laughs> train them, and then have them take this work off of your plate. And then you'll be freed up to do higher level tasks. That's you, smart. You remember, you remember I, told you that? I remember you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I remember I remember that stuck in my mind. If anything, because a lot of people don't want to do the back end. They don't want to do the, the grunt work, like the the dirt work. They don't want to do that. They want to just be like the guy in the sky, you know, pointing the finger. But you have to do the dirt to get to the sky, you know. And I think that's important because also it's like, all right, tomorrow I have to do this, this, and this for the podcast and whatnot. But but what about next month? What about next year? Because I think long term too. I'm I'm a present guy, I live in the moment. But you gotta you have to think long term. Play the long game. Like don't worry about like. I want to get rich quick and that ties it all back into that man and that, that again that's why i'm here man the long game i love it we're, we're here for the long the long term the long haul all you're right. stuck with me man all right good or, or i'm stuck with you rather right? whatever I mean, right? i'm happy to have you on the team and, and tell build it because hopefully we can listen back to this episode a year from now maybe even six months from now yeah and be like you know we got we got a huge team now you know we got yeah. the lieutenant we, I love got, you cool. we got the um colonel <laughs> we got the the major we got you know a bunch of um VA, uh, army people. I don't know, whatever, right? It, it'll be fun. soldiers. We'll, we got some soldiers. We'll be smashing uh, wheatgrass shots, laughing about it yeah. <laughs> next year. That, that's the other benefit that, <laughs> that he's been getting is uh, free wheatgrass shots, being part of the team. But pack. yeah, but seriously, like as soon as you feel like you have learned everything there is to learn about doing, you know, the grunt work part of it, mm. that I want you to say to me, Johnny, I'm, I'm, it's ready. You know, I'm, ret- it's, I'm, I'm ready to hire uh, a trainer VA. You know, and just just let me know. We'll pull the trigger. Nice. And we'll move on to the next big thing. Cool. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you guys liked this episode and you want to give back, the easiest way to do it, it costs you no money, is go to the iTunes store and leave a review of the podcast because it helps so freaking much. If anything, actually, you know what? I'm going to give some people a couple shout outs that have given the the podcast some um, some love recently. And if you guys don't know how to do it, just you have to do it from the iTunes app, which is a little bit annoying. But you know what? So is recording hour-long episodes and mm-hmm. hiring someone to record <laughs> stuff. Takes time. All right. So the steps are open up the iTunes app, search for Travel Like a Boss Podcast, click on the cover of my show, then click on ratings and reviews on the top. And then you're going to see... Uh, all the reviews as well as the buttons is write a review and let's see who has left reviews recently all right so anthony we can take turns reading this so we got cmus95364 check out johnny ft's epic podcast he's a successful digital nomad based in Chiang Mai, thailand but totally location independent the cast has an interesting and addictive look into travel lifestyle and various methods of making good income while remaining location dependent. Start at the beginning and listen to the hero's journey into travel and business. Mm. I like that. I'm going to upload that one. John Eternal. Thank you so much, Johnny, for curating great guests with applicable advice each week. Your casual conversation approach, real advice that let you receive from a successful friend or mentor. Keep it up. It has been invaluable for us on the other side of this world. Uh, I'm going to get that one to upload as well. From Shokin, quality content that is focused on providing value. I stumbled across Johnny FD by pure chance, and I'm glad I did. Johnny delivers authentic, high-quality content based on his and his guests' experiences. This podcast will inspire you to live your life to the fullest potential and realize your dreams. 
Thank you for doing this, Johnny. Keep it up. And I think that's all we have time, but big thank you also to Cynthia Rose, Baba Bowie, Hamid, and Coupon Queen, as well as Cardio Quiz for, for leaving uh, the, the reviews and comments. Appreciate it. All right, that's it for everyone, and I will see you all next week. Peace out. Should I wrap the beginning too? Mm-hmm. It doesn't run. Oh, Thanks for listening to Travel Like a Boss podcast. This is your boy Ant-Man, Anthony Rigolosi, the super fly man, making money when I can, and it starts with a pad and pen, but now I'm taking action, and guess what'll happen? Johnny and I smashing weak grass shots, just laughing. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.